Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. I was listening to a Dan Kennedy podcast this morning, really interesting podcast. And he shared some information in that podcast that I thought was really valuable. And I want to talk about what he said and share some of what he said with you. I'm not sure whether the podcast is freely available. Um, It's a podcast that I have access to by being part of um, his and Russell Brunson's uh, membership. And I was on my way to the supermarket and as always these days, whenever I'm driving anywhere, instead of just losing that time or listening to music, I try to make the most of that time by accessing something that is an audio that is related to business. And it just so happened that this morning the a podcast that I was listening to was by Dan Kennedy, the legend himself, and he was talking about he was actually talking about um, when he works with a client who wants him to make their paid for ads perform better as a business. And one of the things that Dan was talking about in his podcast was he will go and have meetings with these with these businesses who are paying him, you know, hundreds of thousands of pounds in some circumstances to access his sage advice. And he was saying that quite often what happens is when these clients come and spend a day with him, first of all, they, by 10 o'clock, they are really disappointed because they're not getting from Dan what they expected they would get from Dan. But by four o'clock in the afternoon, those of, the, those of them that have got any brains are suddenly realising that Dan actually knows what he talks about, which he does. And one of the things that he said, one of the points that he raised that I thought, God, this is just, this makes so much sense. And it is something that I see so often when I am working with female business owners, is this idea of he called it buckets and he was talking about taking better care of what's in your bucket before you start trying to pile more and more things into the bucket when the stuff that's already in the bucket isn't working particularly well at all and I liken this to when I talk to my ladies about how I see so many female business owners start their businesses, create products and services, go out there into the online space, (coughs) excuse me, and try to get some traction in the online space through their social media channels and through their blogs and their podcasts and so forth. And when those things don't start to work and when they're not selling many products or services, instead of focusing and doubling down on making the things that they've already got work better and serving the people that are already in their community better. They panic and go out and they have this sense of, no, I've got to keep on adding more. 
I've got to keep on adding more and more products and services into my bucket. I've got to keep on adding more and more people into my bucket because it's only by doing that and having a huge product range and a huge service range and a huge mailing list and a massive amount of people squashed in my bucket that I'm going to then actually start to see some success. And it's completely counterproductive to what you should be focusing on in your business. And because so many people just keep on trying to, as Dan said, pour and and dump more and more and more into a bucket that's already not working, they just end up continually failing. And in fact, what you should be doing is allowing the products and services, the two products and services that you started off with, to be in that bucket for long enough for them to be products and services that start to work really well for you. And most business owners are way too impatient to wait for that to happen. Too impatient, they get bored too quickly, they move on, they create something else, they add it to the bucket, and that's another product or service in the bucket, sitting on the ones that are already there, none of them working particularly well. A good few years ago now, um, I was contacted by a guy who owned a health food shop. And he asked me to go in and have a meeting with him at the health food shop because he wanted to figure out ways to sell more, sell more of his products and services. And so I went into that health food shop and I sat down and had a meeting with him for about an hour. And we talked about his business model, i.e. he's got a shop on the high, sh- high street he sells supplements and he also provided a consultation service that was one of these slightly more random services where he hooks you up to some sort of a monitor and it gives a readout about nutrients that you're lacking in for example and when I went and had this meeting with this business owner he told me that it was the services that he sold hooking people up to this monitor that was the thing that made the money and the shop itself and all of the products that he, he sold in that shop was not the thing that made him money. He didn't sell enough of them, wasn't enough profit in what he was doing as a shop. And he had, tr- he had thought on a number of occasions about whether to shut the shop down and just focus purely on the services. And I had a chat with him and I said to him, OK, so... Do you know what the footfall is to your shop on a daily basis? Do you know how many people are coming into your shop every day? No, no idea. I could guesstimate, but no idea. That was his first mistake. He had women in the shop that were sales assistants that were stood there, not overly busy. And I said to him, you need to start to look at the footfall to your business every single day. Because every one of those people that is walking into your shop is a potential sale. And if you can't qualify how many people are walking in, as opposed to how many people buy, then you've got no way of looking at, well, are we selling to 10% of our footfall? Are we selling to 60% of our footfall? How, how big is that percentage? And then I went on to say to him, anytime anybody comes into your shop, does your sales assistant have a conversation with them? Even if it is only a hello, thank you for stopping by today. If you need any information or advice on anything, 
please feel free to come and, and see me. Oh, and by the way, here's a little coupon that you can use immediately in store today for 20% off anything. It's valid for today only. And I said, is that sort of strategy and process in place? And he said, no. I said, well, you are leaving sales on the table. And then I went on to say to him, when anyone comes into your shop and they buy anything from you, and they come up to the counter to check out what happens. And he said, well, they, they make their purchase, obviously, but the sales assistant also asks them whether they want to be part of the reward scheme. And it means that every time they make a purchase, they get a little sticker on a card. And when they've got 10 stickers on the card, they get an extra 10% off anything that they buy in the future. And I said, well, that loyalty scheme sounds great. But the big mistake you're making is you're offering people the opportunity to have that loyalty card without capturing any of their details. So those people could have a loyalty card with their name on only, which is all they were doing, capturing a name, with their name on that you're putting in a box on the counter and that person could walk out of your store and never be seen again. Whereas if you are saying to the person, would you like to come on board to our loyalty scheme? and you capture as many of their details as possible, their name, their email address specifically, their home address, if they will give you that information, their age, things that they are suffering with, suddenly you have got data. You have got data from the people that are coming into your shop. And that data is the singular most important part of your business. Because as soon as you have got that data, you have a way of being able to put things in place in your bucket that means that you are going to be able to maintain contact with the people that come into your shop, communicate with your the people that come into your shop in a way that is more personal to them about the things that they're suffering from, what their wants and needs are, when it's their birthday, anything like that gives you power. And instead of doing that, what you're effectively doing is giving people the opportunity to come on board with a reward with you and only taking their name. So then you're reliant on them coming back into the shop for you to have any further communication with them at all. If they come back, you've got no way of chasing them down to say, hey, Jenny, we've noticed that you've got three points on your reward card. This equates to a 5% discount. And we know you're suffering with this sort of thing. This is the sort of product line that you prefer to buy. Here's a link below to buy that particular product from us. And we're giving you a discount as well. And even when you start to put that sort of system that in place for your business, you are one, taking better care of the people that are already in the bucket. And you are giving them more opportunity to buy to buy by putting yourself in front of them. And what he actually said to me was, I'm not really interested in doing that. And I said, why? And he said, well, first of all, I like people to be able to come into the shop to buy because then they have access to me or the sales girls who can give them information about our products and our services. And I just thought, that's so dumb. Because you are experts and you are 
more than able to give the same sort of knowledge and expertise through data that is driven through the online space. But he wouldn't have that. And then he went on to say that for the same reason, he didn't want to set any products up to sell online through an e-commerce store because he wanted people to come into the shop to purchase rather than them being able to go online and purchase online and it be shipped to them. And it was absolutely crazy to me that he was losing all of these opportunities to be able to connect better with the people that were coming into his shop to have those people in his bucket and to then give the best service that he could to the people in that bucket rather than consistently trying to think about ways to attract more footfall from the high street before he'd sorted out everything that was going on in his bucket first. And this is what I see a lot of in the online space. Where you start your business should be with a great business model in place, some social media presence, blogs, podcasts, YouTube channels if you want them, a decent website or landing page or e-commerce store that you can drive people to to check out your first range of products and services. And it's such a fundamentally important thing to consider. Am I giving enough value to the leads that are sitting in my bucket? Am I giving enough value to the people sitting in my bucket that are already paying customers and clients? What can I do more for them? What can I sell to them that they may not have already purchased that is part of my current product and service line? And what I see so many people doing is failing to take enough care of the people and the products and the services and the business model that is already there in the bucket. And instead just going and jumping out of the bucket and chasing around like a crazy loon, trying to drag more people into a bucket that is full of things that aren't working properly in the first place. And this is what Dan was saying in his podcast. These massive businesses who do this who, who do place, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of ads a year to drive leads into their bucket. And then they don't work those leads effectively enough when they're in the bucket. And then they want Dan to come and sort out better ads to drive even more leads because the people that are sitting in their buckets are not buying from them. And the reason the people sitting in their buckets aren't buying from them is because those people aren't being treated well enough, being dealt with effectively enough once they're in the bucket. There's gaps all over the bucket. And so Dan's then going on to say that what he generally does, once he looks at the bucket and sees how it's working or how badly it's working, which it happens to be, badly working in many circumstances, he'll then have to have a conversation with that business to say there is no point in you going and spending hundreds of thousands of pounds more and investing your money in me, charging you a shed load of money to write better ads for you, to create a better marketing strategy for you to do lead generation, when what's happening is you're capturing these leads, shoving them in a bucket, and the bucket isn't working. And this is super important for you to think about in your business. You have to look at 
how well you are taking care of the people when they come to you and jump in your bucket. You have to look at how well the products and services you already have in your bucket work for your people in the bucket before you start bolting more on. You have to consider how well your social media platforms, your mailing list, your podcast, your blogs, your YouTube channels are working for you before you start bolting more of those things on. And if what's happening is you are showing up on Instagram and your strategy there is utterly rubbish and it's not working for you at all whilst it's sitting in your bucket, you've got to go and sort that out before you go and jump on another social media platform to go through exactly the same process again. So you've then got two social media platforms sitting in your bucket, not working for you because your your crappy strategy means that there's just nothing coming back from the lacklustre effort or the poor effort or the inconsistent effort or the effort that you are putting in that doesn't actually work well for the people that are checking you out. Mm. Food for thought. And something that I see a lot of female business owners doing and it's something that, you know, I'm putting my hands up to. I can be guilty of it myself. But the one thing that I am not doing is not taking care of the people that are already in my bucket. I've always got my thoughts on how can I better serve these people? How can I give more value to these people? How can I get my products and services in front of these people to drive them to buy from me? And that, for me and my business, is a bigger priority than chasing down thousands and thousands and thousands more leads to dump them in the bucket if there's gaps in my bucket in the first place. I'm also thinking about, right, which social media platforms am I on? Do I know them well enough? Am I creating content that is the right content for my audience in those places? And how long do I need to stick with these social platforms and just focus on those before I add another three social platforms on that I've got to then go through the process of learning and trying to get good at? All the while having a couple of social platforms there that aren't particularly performing well already. You have to think about these things in your business in order to try to make sure that once you've got that bucket in place and there is anything in it, social media platforms, mailing lists, products, services, subscribers on your mailing list, customers and clients, you've got to get that bucket to work really effectively and make sure that you are giving the right amount of data and the right amount of information and the right amount of value and the right products and services for the people that are in the bucket before you start going out and looking for more and more things to bolt on and drop in your bucket when the bucket isn't working well enough already. I hope this episode has been of some value to you and if you would like my deeper dive support and to receive a ton more value from me and to learn how you can grow a business out there in the online space without all of the hustle, without all of the hassle, then hit the link somewhere around this episode and come and join me in my inner circle, become part of my growing community and start to receive deeper dive, more valuable tips from me that are going to help you grow your business more effectively in the online space and take care of what it is you've already got in your bucket before you stop 
bolting more and more products and services people platforms on i'll catch you again for another episode real soon take care for now bye bye girl thanks for showing up being here and tuning into this episode i appreciate you remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.